Hello everyone, welcome back to Life with Caitlin Davis. Today's episode is going to be a more serious one. Um, it's kind of advice to myself, but also I'm hoping anyone going through the same stage in life will take something from it and, I don't know, maybe it will help them. I have been at my utmost highs in life um, thinking, wow, I've really, I really am living but I've also been at my all-time lows in life too. I've been through it all, um, or at least a lot of it, I feel like, and I feel like I can relate to a lot of people that have been through tough times in life coming from relationships or health-wise or family or a lot of things. Today, it's gonna kind of go into relationships because, you know, if you know me, that's something that I struggle with. So I'm hoping the people that are listening can either relate and feel some sort of something with it or for me to just tell my story, for me to listen back in a couple of years to see how far I've come. Being single has been extremely hard for me. And also, I'm sorry for the audio. We are in the F-150 because inside the house, it's loud so you're probably hearing the car being on, but you know, just, just deal with it. All right. Anyways, so being single has been extremely hard for me because for the past few years I've had that companionship and because I was in a four year relationship and you know, when that ended, it felt like all was lost in a matter of, matter of seconds. Um, after my four year relationship ended, I thought I was literally going to die Yes, that does sound really dramatic, but I don't know, when he left me, it felt like I was not only losing my boyfriend, but I was also losing someone that was my best friend, that was a member of my family, you know? I felt like a he was basically being ripped out of my life, and it was even harder to let him go because... I, you know, I knew he was still alive. And so that the grieving process of a relationship is very hard when you know that person is still alive and they're okay without you. Because, you know, when somebody dies and you go through the five stages of grief, it's still sort of the same thing, but you know that person's in a better place or so you hope. And it's just a little bit easier to get through. And with relationships, you know that person's still alive. You know that they're okay without you. And, you know, it's just so much harder to do the five stages of grief. And I wish I would have not deleted that last podcast when I went in the five stages of grief. But, um, you know, it's a process and it's very hard. And during that time of me going through my grieving stages, I was at my lowest point of my life. And I kind of want to go into that really quick. So when my ex left me, I was going through also some health issues with, uh, I just had been diagnosed with ADHD. So I was taking all of these new medications like Adderall, Vyvanse, and I was trying to get all of that situated. But I also was having major anxiety. So For me, when I was taking Adderall, I would have, you know, two to three 
sometimes up to five hours of feeling great and like I was alive and etc. But then right after that high in life, you have a all-time low. And that's extremely hard because you have like a lot of anxiety go through you and it's just it's horrible like I've had friends take it that don't have ADHD and they kind of like go through the same thing where they have the high and the focus and then they go to their all-time low and you're having anxiety and taking Adderall after a breakup was not the best thing I could have done because I was having a big anxiety attack and um, I ended up having to go to the emergency room and so When I was at the emergency room, uh, my stomach started to hurt and I had told the nurse, I was like, hey, my stomach's hurting. I don't really know uh, what that, what it is, but can you just check it just in case? And so they're like, okay, yeah, we'll check it. And they end up doing a, I think it was an x-ray or MRI, something of my stomach And the doctor comes in and he was like, hey, and I was like, hey, and he's like, you are having like you're going into appendicitis and your appendix could possibly rupture. And I was like, wait, no, no, no. I came in for um, I came in for anxiety, not my appendix. Like, no, that you're funny. No. And he's like, no, no, no. Like your appendix could rupture. You kind of have to go to the hospital and get it removed. And so that was a whole freaking thing. And I was, I had just seen my ex on another date with a girl. I saw him give my favorite flowers to her. Um, I saw him kiss her. It was just like, dude, like this boy had been with me for four years. Two weeks after we break up, you're going out with a girl you told me not to worry about. And then I go into the ER having an anxiety attack. And now I'm getting my appendix removed. It was just a lot. And I remember getting to the hospital and I was to the point where I wanted to die. Like I did not want to be Caitlin anymore. I wanted to leave my body. I, I, I couldn't do it anymore. And I remember I was getting prepped for surgery and I was in the shower and the nurse was trying to bathe me because you have to bathe before you get surgery. And I remember just breaking down, sobbing to the point where she was trying to hold me up. And like, I could see in her eyes and just thinking back, I just remember how much of a wreck I was. I was sobbing and it was to the point where the nurse could just feel my energy and feel my body. And she started crying too. I felt really bad afterwards, but she was crying because she saw how much pain I was in. I, my heart literally was shattered. And so it was just, that was probably my all time low when it came to relationships. And you know, the funny part is, is my past relationship after my four year relationship, I think I was a little bit more in love with him, but I did not have that much of a broken heart that I had with my four-year relationship. And so, you know, I am now just realizing that I have been through it all. And so I think I can give some good advice to myself, but also I've learned a lot of things. And I'm now realizing that I have some people in my life Um, 
that were going to stay, but, you know, just ended up being toxic for me. And I think my ex and the past couple of relationships I've been in after that, you know, those people just weren't meant to stay in my life. And they were toxic people for me. I think um, when people talk about toxic people, um, sometimes it can come off negative. And I really don't think those people in my life in the past were bad people. I think they were just toxic for me. I think some people don't mix well and some people bring out the worst in you and those were the people in my life. They were bringing out the worst in me and they weren't, they weren't, I was not bringing out the best in them either. So it went both ways and just some people don't mix good with each other and they're just toxic for each other does not mean either of the people are bad. Um, but now I think I have people in my life that bring out the best in me. And sometimes even when I don't feel my best, they reassure me of who the hell I am. And they continue to bring the best out of me, even when I don't feel my best. And so I'm really thankful for those people in my life. Um, those are the type of people you need to keep in your life. But anyways, going on, why this kind of resulted me making a podcast today. I uh, got some news today that I could have, the news could have made me go down a deep rabbit hole of not feeling worthy enough or like my life was at a standstill and the same shit is happening over and over again and guys coming into my life feeling like they're using me to get over someone and then just leaving. Um, But, you know, I've decided that I think I am just a giver and sometimes that that sucks because you have takers out there and um, sometimes they take stuff from you because they're trying to feel better about themselves or something like that and I'm a giver so I give that and sometimes it can be a positive sometimes it can be a negative but it is who I am and I realize that I'm a good person and that sometimes I am just the person that God, he let people come into my life so I could help them through their matters, if that makes sense. I don't know. That's what I'm putting in my head because it makes me feel better. But yeah, so I've decided I'm not going to bring myself down that rabbit hole um, of me not feeling worthy and not enough because I know I'm more than that. And sometimes I'm not the most confident and sometimes I really don't think I'm worthy enough because I've been through so much shit and I feel like constantly I'm being knocked down, knocked down and the same shit is happening. But I do know I'm more than that because I am, you know, and you are too. If you're listening to this, you're more than your problems and you can get through it. I've learned that um, everything is a process in life and I'm learning and processing all these new things in my life and it's been extremely hard. Um, Some things have been positive but other things have been negative but I'm slowly learning who I am again because I feel like I lost myself and I'm learning who I am again and not really learning who I am again but realizing who I am again. I'm realizing that I'm Caitlin Davis and I am better than all of the shit that I've been through in my life and they've just been little dips in the road. Um, 
also going into being single. I'm finally accepting that I am single. And that sounds a bit funny because it's like, okay, you haven't dated anyone. Like, yeah, of course you're single. But when you were like, when you're in a relationship for so long and you have that companionship and then it's taken away from you, you, it's hard to be single sometimes because you crave that companionship and you crave someone to be there with you all the time or just someone to talk to and reach out to and you don't really think about okay it's okay to be alone sometimes and I think the past couple of months I've been trying to shove that away like I do not want to be single I constantly have to have somebody in my life I can call and yes I will say that yes I still have my days where I you know, even today I messaged my, um, ex talking situationship, whatever I call him. And I was like, Hey, what are you doing? Um, tomorrow. And yes, we do have plans. Um, but I'm not going to use it as a friends with benefits situation. I'm just hanging out with him to, I guess, have someone, but also he's a good friend. But yeah, initially when I was making the plans, I was doing it in a negative sense, but I backed the fuck up and realized who I was and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. So continuing, it sounds funny that I am now accepting me being single, but I think the past few days I've really realized that it's okay to be single and I'm learning how to use it as a positive thing in my life. Like this past weekend, me and Sophie, the girl that was on the podcast last uh, time, me and Sophie, we um, we went out this past weekend and it was really fun and I took advantage of being single um, and not having anybody to think about or things like that. Because in the past, I've always had to run by my ex, like, hey, I'm going to go do this or yada, yada, yada. Or also just, you know, when I'm at the bar, making sure I'm not looking at other guys because I have a boyfriend or making sure other guys aren't looking at me because I have a boyfriend. And I didn't really have to think about that. So it was kind of fun. We went to an Asian market, had no plans to um, go out. uh, But right after the Asian market, Somehow we came up with a plan like, hey, let's go get some Trulies and shotgun Trulies in front of the Sam Houston Monument. By the way, we do not live in Huntsville. We live an hour away from Huntsville. Um, Why did we come up with this? No clue. So we go to Sam Houston. We shotgun in front of Sam Houston. And then we were going to go meet one of my friends at a Sam Houston bar. We end up going to the bar. It was lame and so... I was like, you know what? We are only an hour away from College Station, which has Northgate and all the fun bars. You know, it's 10 o'clock. We'll get there by 11. Let's just do it. We didn't have to think about anybody. We had to run it past. We didn't have to do any of that. We were just like, okay, let's fucking go. So me and her get back in the car and we drive to Northgate and we had the time of our lives. Me and her on the way there, we were like, you know what? We are single we just came out of long relationships and toxic ones at that. Let's let's have fun. Let's be single. Let's take advantage of that. And so she had a goal that she was going to kiss a senior. And 
I had a goal that I was just going to kiss someone. And we went out, we had fun, and we kissed people. And let's just say both of our um, goals were met. We both kissed someone, and it was a fun night. We ended up getting the guy that kissed me to walk us home, and we were safe. And we um, got home, and we fell asleep together me and Sophie, not me and the guy, me and Sophie. And it was just a really good girls day. And we really appreciated being single. And we really appreciated being spontaneous and just doing things for ourselves. And so it was just a really fun time. And this past weekend, I just really learned to let go and live a little bit. Um, I tend to make everything serious and I tend to have a timeline like okay I need to finish college then I need to meet my husband then I need to have kids then and I took a step back and realized no I can live in the moment and I don't have to be serious all the time and I can take a break and so being single has its pros and cons um and this past past weekend was just a pro of it and Today, um, I was having um, a low of missing companionship and missing my ex, not necessarily um, him, but you know, the companionship. And so you have your highs and lows, but you then step back and realize, okay, I can sit here and be sad and be emotionally unavailable and um, sit in my sorrows, or I can get the fuck up and go hang out with the people that make you happy and go do something that makes you happy or etc. And so, um, yeah, so that's what I did. Um, and to go on, um, you know, I feel like constantly of why I set a timeline is because I watched so many rom-coms growing up. And because of that, I expect too much at one time. I expect the rom-com, you know, movie dream. And, you know, I have to realize um, that sometimes that's not always the case. And, but I also have to realize that because I watched all those rom-coms, it's all right to have high expectations because I learn what I want and what I don't want. Um, I think people come into your life for a reason And if you find a good person, I think keep them. Um, Doesn't matter just, like, doesn't matter how you keep them, but just keep them because they're good people. And it's hard to find good people in this world sometimes. Um, With this past talking, dating, situationship person, guy that I was talking about earlier, um, we were dating um, a little bit after um, my ex of four months. We started dating and I was not over my ex of four months. I thought I was, but I was not. Um, but we started dating. And uh, about a month in, uh, we weren't dating, like, officially, by the way. We were just talking and, you know, going on dates and stuff. You know, getting to the point where, okay, we make a decision if we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend or not. And it got to around three-week month mark. And I pulled a Caitlin. This is what my friends call it because I do this with pretty much all the relationships that I've been in. Um, I pull a Caitlin and I tell the person that basically I'm not over my ex and I'm emotionally unavailable and that I cannot date them because I will not give them the full Caitlin and all of what they deserve. And um, yeah, so 
I did that and I told them, but, you know, I tend to let the people go that I do this to usually. And I knew that he was a good guy. I wanted him to be in my life. And, um, you know, usually when I tell people that I'm, you know, basically have wasted their time for a month that they're not going to date me, they get mad. But he was a good guy and he understood because he's been in that spot before. And he chose to take the high road and say, hey, I completely understand that you're not emotionally available right now. But hey, I choose to stand by you as a friend and I'll be here for you. And, um, you know, he didn't hate me that um, he didn't hate me. He just wanted to be my friend and he knew that I was a good person, too. And we knew that we still wanted each other in each other's lives because we're good people. And yeah, so I knew he was a good guy that I needed in my life um, to help me heal and to just be a great friend. And I'm forever grateful for him because he did help me. He did help me through a lot of shit. And um, I'm really happy that I had him in my life. Um, But yeah, I've learned over the past few months of dating and talking and etc., that if you feel like it's a toxic situation and you don't feel yourself, meaning like you feel like you kind of lose yourself because I've been there where I felt like I lost myself. Um, and you basically feel like you're not really acting like yourself anymore. Um, that the person you're trying so hard with and you're trying to fight for and etc., like they aren't the one. You just need to let it go. And I know it's so hard to let it go because you're like, oh my gosh, like I've been trying so hard for so long. Like this has to work out. Like, you know, it's okay to just let it go. And I understand that toxic relationships are fun at moments because you get the high of the attention, but it's really not supposed to be like that. You're supposed to feel happy. You're not always supposed to feel on the edge of you know, like fighting and then loving each other and then fighting and loving each other. Like, no, like it's okay to fight, but it's not okay to fight like you do in toxic relationships. And in the past, I've gotten the high from all of the passion of fighting and thinking it was just us being passionate about each other. But no, that's just fake. You got to realize what you deserve and get the fuck out of there and delete them from your life. You know, they could be a good person, but they're not a good person for you. Let go of that person in your life because you deserve someone that treats you like a princess, not a groundskeeper. I told my friend this a couple of weeks ago when he was having some girl drama that basically the girl was, you know, she was the princess in the castle and she was literally treating him like a groundskeeper. And no, if you're in a relationship, if you're the princess, then he's the king. Like that's... or the prince or however it goes. You know what I mean? Like you should not be treated like a groundskeeper in your relationship. That's not how it's supposed to be. And you're not supposed to feel like you're being swept under the rug. Um, I've all, I always give my friends advice and I need to take my own damn advice because, um, I feel like I do give off some good advice. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's good. But my number one thing I've always told my friends and people around me that is having issues in life, um, especially with relationships, is that you need someone that loves you on your good days, but loves you even more on your bad days. And if it's not that, then you need to leave because um, 
for me personally, I do have a lot of bad days. You know, I have a lot of health issues and, you know, in my past long relationship, uh, you know, I, we loved each other, but we did not love each other more on our bad days. And that's truly when you need to love a person at their, you know, at your highest or at your most or however you're supposed to fucking say it, because that's when they need you the most. And if you can't be there for them like that, then you shouldn't be in their life at all. And that person should not want you in their life at all because you really need to love a person on their bad days more. Um, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I guess take it or leave it. But yeah. Um, Also, realize you can also miss a person. I miss my ex sometimes, um, both of them, but I do know that I never would want them in my life again. They were toxic people for me, but I do miss them sometimes. I miss them as people. Um, You know, taking the toxicness away and taking um, our issues, I do miss them as people and it's okay, but I do know what I deserve and I don't deserve what they were giving me. So yeah, you just kind of have to allow the process of grieving to occur um, because it does, you know, help you heal and uh, it is hard. The grieving process is fucking hard because, hey, I've been there, but you just got to kind of, you got to do it. And uh, it's hard, but you'll get through it and you're going to have your bad days, but you just keep on pushing and you keep on hanging out with good people. You keep on um, keeping yourself occupied. That's another thing. And you just keep on going. Um, Don't think the ending of a long relationship is failure because you were meant to be put in that relationship to really appreciate the future healthy one you'll be in. I really do believe that. Um. Just because you were in a bad relationship and it ended and it was so long, um, you learned a lot of things from it. And, you know, for me personally, I know that I'll appreciate my future healthy one even more so now that I've been through a bad one. So, yeah. Um, Back um, when I did in my other relationship... Um, I kind of felt like a failure. I felt like, wow, I went through four years of my life. Um, even after my four month one, I was like, wow, four more months of my life. Like, I feel like a failure. And, um, this quote kind of helped me. Um, Will Smith has said, um, in a couple of interviews, um, that has really helped me, but he says, uh, fail early, fail often and fail forward. Failure is a massive part of being able to be successful. And I really think that's the truth. This relationship might have failed, but it's a part of the process. You'll fail and fail until one day you meet the right person. And the truth is probably, you you know, that relationship, the future one, probably won't come to you easily because things in life you have to work for and relationships take work. And, you know, you just got to work and work and work because, Sometimes I think people think that relationships just fall into place like a rom-com. And no, you have to work for those relationships. Um, And also, something that's been really fucking bothering me. um, I always hear like, oh, you know, the timing was just off. You met the right person. The timing was just off. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I hope you know what I'm talking about because I guess you can't really reply back to me. But people just like 
say like, oh, it was the right person, the wrong moment, like that type of shit. Like, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, I think that even if you're at your fucking low, if you meet the right person and you're like, huh, like I am upset, but this person, you know, does make me happy. Like, I think you kind of just got to fight through it and get the fuck up and realize, okay, I have problems, but this person seems worth it. And I don't know. That's my take on it. I think you should try to do everything to pick yourself up and work for it because uh, it might take you some time, but you don't want to ruin something that could potentially be the best thing for you. Um, I think that's something like, for instance, like in the past uh, relationship that I told him I was emotionally unavailable, I kind of knew that um, he wasn't well, he wasn't really my type in the first place, uh, but I, I kind of just knew, like, okay, I know I'm emotionally unavailable, um, but I still, like, kind of want to, you know, I still want you in my life and things like that, um, so I didn't want to ruin anything, and so I kept him in my life, and now that I am officially healed, I would say, um, obviously I still have my bad days, but I think I truly can say that I do not want to be with my ex again. Um, I can say that, um, even though I am healed, I still don't want to be with that person because, uh, you know, I just, I don't, I don't see a future with them. So to go back to it, um, I still don't believe that the timing shit is, you know, real. And I think if you're in a hard place and you see a person and they make you a little bit happy that you should work for it. So continuing, um, to do a little segue, um, I've always been on teams growing up. Um, I've been in a ton of sports, um, and usually, I'm the team captain of most of the sports, especially for softball. I was the pitcher and I was the team captain. And so what I've learned in positions like that is that being ahead of a team, you have to have a positive mindset. You have to be a positive person. Even if you feel like shit that day, fucking fake it. Okay. Um, because I tend to see if you feel like shit and your team sees you feeling like shit, everybody's going to feel like shit. It's like a domino effect. But if you're positive, if you're throwing out positive vibes, everyone's going to be positive too. Um, And so I think you should take that for your life too. If you're being a positive person and, um, you know, you're being positive, even if it's a fake positive, I think positive things will come to you. So take that into consideration too, you know, just sticking to being positive and not, you know, showing everybody that you're in your sorrows. I think positive things will come to you. And also, also learned in sports, you get hurt sometimes, but you got to get up and rub some dirt on it and get the fuck up and learn who you are and realize who you are. Um, and just rub some dirt on it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's such a funny saying, like, rub some dirt on it, but it's kind of true. Like, these moments in your life are so small compared to how big your life is, and these are just small little hiccups, and get the fuck up. 
you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I don't know. That sounds really mean, but you know, you just kind of got to get up. So continuing, um, you kind of just have to get up and you go out, have fun, flirt, kiss random people in bars, go on spontaneous trips and realize you don't always have to be serious. Um, be a positive person. God gave you one life and don't sit in your sorrows, go out and live and fail and get the hell back up again. You deserve to be happy and never settle for anything less than that. I tell myself all the time that one day, and hopefully a couple years, I'll be living in a house with my husband and my kids, looking back on these little dips in the road and just laughing at the fact I thought that this was going to be it. Um, I also will look back and appreciate all the moments I allowed myself to have fun because I tend not to do that a lot of the time and um, I'm really appreciating these little weekends I plan and kissing random people in bars and kind of just putting myself out on the table Um, because I know sometimes I can be serious and I think I have to figure out everything in my life but I really don't and you don't either. Sometimes you just got to stop and smell the roses and what I mean by that is you just got to live a little bit. Um, Watch a good show. Keep on moving. Keep your mind occupied. One thing that the show Friends has taught me is keep the good ones in your life. And if it's meant to be, it will be. Um, And also just love hard. If that means putting your heart out on the table because, hey, like, if it means putting your heart out on the table, that's okay. Because if you fail... You'll just learn from it and you'll get up. Um, Something that one person told me one time, uh, actually, I'll just tell you who it was. It was my four-month relationship. Uh, I was nervous to get back into a relationship and allow myself to feel things for a person after my four-year relationship because I did not want to be hurt. I was tired of being hurt. I did not want to be that sad girl in the hospital crying sobbing to her nurse. Um, I didn't want to be that girl, but, uh, this is the way he sort of told me like, Hey, it's okay to try this out with me and try this relationship out with me. So he said, do you want to go skydiving? I said, yes. He said, because you want to live and have fun. And I was like, yeah. And he said, you'll go up on the plane. Right. And I was like, yeah. And he said, you'll be scared to jump though, right? And I said, yes. And he said, but you'll still jump. And I was like, well, yeah. And he said, well, think of your life like that. Um, things are scary sometimes and you don't always want to put yourself in the position to get hurt, but also you won't live like that you won't live with having your walls up. And so sometimes you just have to jump off the plane, even even if it's scary. Even if you could possibly get hurt, you got to do it because you're going to live like that. So kind of ending things, just know you're a good person, even if you even if you're in a rocky stage in life. Sorry, I'm having trouble talking because it's 1230 and I'm emotional. Um, probably because I'm on my period and probably because a lot of things happened today, but we're just going to move us along, move along and realize who I am. But anyways, um, 
before we end this, I want to say something my mom always tells me and it irritates me because I think it's so stupid, but like also thinking about it, it makes sense. She always says things like, just be better. Like, just, just do it. Like the Nike slogan, just do it. Like, just be better. Just be happy. Just do these things. And like, I always think, well, no, you can't just be happy. You can't just do that. And like really thinking about it, you really can just be happy. Like, you can really be a positive person. You can really be a happy person. Like, you just have to put yourself in the position to do that. If somebody asks, hey, do you want to go to the mall? And you're sitting down in your sorrows being an unhappy person, say, yeah, let's do it. And you'll probably have a good time. Like, just do it. And so, that sounds so stupid to say, but, like, I think it's possible to just do it and just be better and just be a positive person and just be a happy person. But anyways... I hope that anyone who is hurting or not feeling themselves will rub some dirt on it and get up and remember who you are um, and what you deserve because that person or situation that you're holding on to and that is making you feel like a broken person, that situation or person is not worth it. Putting your happiness on the back burner and allowing yourself to be stuck in a toxic situation is not worth it. And just know that you're more than that. And this is just a little dip in the road and you can get through it and find the good people in your life and stick with them and find the good things in your life that make you happy and you'll get through it. But yeah, so that was a little bit everywhere like it always is. But you know, at this point, it's kind of just me. Um, I love you all and I really hope that anyone in this situation or close to it just be happy and realize that one day you'll look back and all this shit and all this fucking crazy situations will just be a little dip in the road and just remember that. Anyways, I love you all and goodbye.